Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. Good morning, Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. This is Dr. Seiler with Mind Your Business Radio and my buddy who? This is Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson with Dr. All right. I'm so glad you said it that way. Usually I have to correct you on your name. I tell you to put attorney in front of it. Yeah, you always do. You are attorney, Althea Devon Johnson. I appreciate that, Dr. Flo. I let you do your thing, which is be an accountant, CPA. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because I know how to stay in my lane. All righty. Well, we are here today. I'm so excited because I am in a room full of friends. Yes. And we are going to, we are here at Sensation Station Network today. Yeah. And we have a really, really, who has become a really good friend of ours, right? Yes. Giving us a lot of education on radio, Mr. Sean Prime. Oh, you me a great opening. I'm going to have to be good today. Yeah, you're going to have to be good. And we and he are dressed up today. He dre- yeah, well, yeah. let me tell you why he's dressed oh, up. Because you know, Althea, he ain't been dressing up for oh, us. No, not at all. You know, yeah. so let me tell you why he he's dressed up. <laughs> yeah, we just old hat. He just, oh, that's my sister's from Mind Your Business. <laughs> so he is dressed up today because we have a room full of beautiful Beautiful ladies. Yes. The ladies from The View from Atlanta. Hello, Whoa. ladies. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right. All right. And, and you guys, of course, are going to hear more from them as the program goes on. For those Mind Your Business listeners, you know uh, that how we roll. Every last Tuesday of the month, the ladies from The View uh, from Atlanta join us here on Mind Your Business Radio. And we have had a reputation for highlighting black business every last Tuesday of the month. And so today we are highlighting Mr. Sean Prime with Sensation Station Station Network. Network. Thank you. And I want to introduce the ladies briefly. We have Nina Winston. Yes. We have this Pamela Harris, Miss Kathy Jordan. Good morning. And of course, our great intern. Miss um, Leah. <laughs> and, and you know what's so amazing about Leah? Leah? Leah has transitioned, right? Oh, yeah. She's still, she's still doing her intern thing because she wants me to sign off on all her stuff. Is that what it is? Yeah, and all her, and all her in- oh, I'm sorry because it's a real internship. Come on. <laughs> it's a real internship. You're doing real accounting research for us. So, yeah, you are. I'm not just signing anything. My, put my reputation online. You're really doing something. But she's also a member of The View because Leah has a lot of experience now uh, going to conferences, learning about leadership education, and doing a little entrepreneurial things here and there on her own. So she, she is now part of The View from Atlanta. Yay. So we're real proud of Leah. So anyway, now I want to, we got to talk to Sean yes. for a minute here. Prime. <laughs> Mr. Prime, Mr. Yes, Prime, Sean Prime. I, I, I was really impressed when I met Sean Prime and I have to give a shout out to Dr. Pam because she's the one mm-hmm. who invited me on her station. Uh, Pam and I go way back and we had been, we sat at Cracker Barrel one day talking about radio because mm-hmm. she asked me about it and I told her I had done little, little tidbits here and there, mm-hmm. uh, but that 
the internet opened up a wide spectrum and opportunity for her to do some things. And ever since, she has been inviting me on her show, and I've been inviting her on our show. Um, and that's how I met you, because Dr. Pam uh, broadcast from Sensation Station Network. And when I came here, I was so impressed with what you have already established, Prime, and the way you run your radio station. So can you just give us a little tidbit of Sensation Station. Explain to us who's, what Sensation Station Network is. Well, Sensation Station Network, it's, a, it's an online station. And one of the things that I wanted to make sure that I let people know who are interested in listening or advertising or anything, that we can be uh, competitive with terrestrial mm-hmm. stations out there. For those, a little radio broadcast terminology, terrestrial station means the regular radio stations you will listen to on the dial. So most of those stations are owned by corporate companies, um, CBS, Cox, Cumulus. They have other interests. You know, they do radio broadcasting, but they have other interests with other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of money comes in to those those stations, and a lot of people don't know that. They think that all that money is coming in just for the radio station. No, it's because they're a business, and they have other things. They can put billboards and this, and we're number one and everything, you know. So what happens is that smaller radio stations, smaller entrepreneurs, people who want to get into media broadcasting, unfortunately don't have that type of capital. Mm-hmm. But what I said is that what I will do is that I want to build something that uh, ran, breathed, looked, smelled like a terrestrial station, uh-huh. but had the capabilities of Internet. The reason why we want to do that is because now when you're talking about anything that has to do with uh, your market value and you start going to uh, businesses out there, small or large, you don't have to put them in a, in, a, in, a, in a constraint where they have to pay all this money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you give them quality service. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you have to build a team around yourself that understands that. Okay. Because there's a lot of internet radio out there, and unfortunately, a lot of internet radio I have seen hasn't really implemented those type of values. Mm-hmm. It's kind of whatever, whatever. Now, you, there are a couple of things that I've heard you say over the month that I've known you that I think is very impressive. The first thing that I heard you say was that you have standards. Basically, mm-hmm. you have set some standards for your station mm-hmm. and that, you know, you actually have a spiritual mindset yes, when do. it comes to business and this program. Can you, can you elaborate on that uh, a little bit? You know, I grew up... Um, I'll give a shout. I grew up. I grew up in a very spiritual household. Uh, when I grew up, and I was seven to eight minutes when I grew up. Um, don't practice as much, but mm-hmm. I, I do keep the spiritual aspect inside. Right. Because the a lot foundation. of the foundation that, mm-hmm. that I was built on from grandmothers and aunties and things sure. who were praying for me. That's what kept me out of trouble. I did get in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. um, you got to understand the reason why our mantra is radio not dumbed down because I was dumbed down for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And when I found out um, how much time I wasted, you know, you start to check yourself and have that man in the mirror, you know, mm-hmm. situation that we sure. all have. Uh, mm-hmm. And you say, look, it's time. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I wanted to make sure is that going forward, um, I wanted to, when this opportunity came, you have so many people out there, and especially in the urban market. Sure. Turn up. If you ain't doing this, you ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if, you know, if, if, uh, if a woman gets on your nerves, let her go. If a dude gets on your nerves, let him go. You know, that's the whole mindset mm-hmm. that urban media pushes. Sure. What I wanted to do is I wanted to go ahead and present something different. You know, the girl gets on your nerves, a woman gets on your nerves, hey, work it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, she, if she gets on your nerves, you work it out. Now, mind you, 
I'm not telling you this. I have to be, be thoroughly vetted. I'm not <laughs> saying this because I practice these things all the time. Right. You know what I mean? It's just when I started to add mm-hmm. maturity in my life, right. I said, okay, I'm starting to see a clearer picture. Right. I mean, but me, I was with all that, what, you know, urban radio was, mm-hmm. and ah, oh, let that girl go, and she's mm-hmm. a this and that. And the bling. Right, and the, and the bling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I was not that lifestyle. I thought yeah. that was it. But then when you really start to realize what's important in the world. Exactly. You know what I mean? Then you start to find out that you really have to have a definitive line and you have mm-hmm. to make a stand on that line. And not everyone's going to agree with that. And then you're going to see people who do support that other lifestyle and make a whole lot more money. Sure. But mm-hmm. if you're talking about building legacies, if you're talking about building lineage, if you're really talking about building something that you can pass down, you have to make a stand. But you know what, Brian, you had to have that type of experience in order to to bring it forward and to talk about it and be able to relate to the people that you're trying to change their mindset about. That's right. Right. So you have to have that experience. Otherwise, they'll be looking at you and saying, what are you talking about? You know, know, the best I think the, the best change agents actually come from out of what they're trying to change Mm -hmm. because it's very difficult to try to change something and you've never experienced it because you're outside looking in. But the fact that you came from that radio environment Mm -hmm. and you realize through some spiritual growth and through maturity that, you know what, this could be done differently and this could be done better Mm -hmm. and that there is actually a listener audience out there that's tired of all that and really wants to because I, I grew up on hip hop mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to talk about my age but I grew up right. on the real hip hop right, stuff right, right. and I still love to listen to the real hip hop but a lot of the other stuff frustrates me and it's not because necessarily of the language because there is a appropriate place for the language right, right? right. but it's just sometimes the content right yeah. like you say and the attitude that comes mm-hmm. with some of the hip hop that Yeah, there's good mu- there's good music out there and, and a quick plug for the station we do pick those type of songs to play on the station mm-hmm. um I, I always do what i call a sensational clean because we we belong to a database that we get music that of course the artist wants to push and sometimes not sometimes well, all the times like Sakana did you wax those are the same type of uh, dj pools that the big stations will get. Mm-hmm. So they'll have a certain clean on there. And what you usually hear on your terrestrial station, where the curse is kind of taken out, but you really can still say, you know, oh, yeah, what you, it is. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it rhymes. Yeah, so, yeah, you, yeah, say, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? in, so, yeah, in the tub with my three, duck, yeah, I don't give a, okay? Yeah, any three year old can figure out <laughs> You can figure that out, right? So <laughs> what we do is we want to make sure we go back to the old style of editing <laughs> where we actually either take it out or we make yeah. it, or do something so it really can be enjoyable and you get to that groove. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to ask Floor a question. What? How you learn something that from that language? I never heard well, I, I grew up on the South Side of Chicago, so I'm just saying it was everyday. Right, it was right. everyday language. Now, right. you know, I had I have a strong mother who basically said, "Yeah, uh, the ghetto was out there. It's not in right. here." <laughs> okay, so I had a strong mother that kept me from talking like that inside the house. But when I was out with my friends, and you were showing up, I okay. was showing. <laughs> a lot of artists, you know, <laughs> to the spiritual aspect, a mm-hmm. lot of artists. If I'd say 95% of the artists that are out there, you know, white, black, and different doesn't make a difference. They have some kind of spiritual background. You know, yeah. they have praying mothers, grandmothers, so sure. on and so forth. So when you, when you start to say, this is what I stand for, I think artists will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Because when they go to certain 
mediums, you know, whether they're big corporations or whether they're smaller other internet stations. You know, a lot of people sometimes don't know how to handle themselves. Mm -hmm. So they'll be so happy that so-and-so is in front of them. So they're like, oh, what's up, man? So, of course, that person's going to react on what they're getting. You know what I mean? Because they want to be relevant mm-hmm. and they feel this is your this is your demographic because mm-hmm. you're talking this way. So right. I'm going to come this way. I don't want to be lame because right. no artist wants to be lame with their demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we want to do and what we have done, which I'm, I'm very humble and happy to say, we've been able to show that a medium can survive on smart talk. I, I like to say yeah. smart talk yeah. for smarter smart listeners. Talk. You know what I mean? Okay. So as okay. we present that to individuals, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're squared now. Right. That don't mean that I don't want to mm-hmm. go ahead and party and turn up or whatever. Right. But I just know I'm turning up to 12 because I got to <laughs> get up at 8. Right, right. Well, Sean, let me tell you something. We are going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We have the ladies from The View. They have a couple of things they want to talk about today. And we are going to be right back with Sean Prime. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. All right. Well, we're back um, with Mind Your Business Radio, and we have the ladies of The View here in the studio. Yay. Hey, look, look, you left you hanging. I left you hanging. I'm sorry. That was Leah. Yeah, that was Leah. That was Leah. That, left, that was Leah getting turned up. <laughs> all right, but you know, we're going to be talking about, you all just can't believe, and this Kathy Jordan is going to bring us that, <laughs> that little portion of our, our little late on in the program. <laughs> we're now talking with Sean Prime, and he's discussing Sensation Station Network, and let me ask you, Sean, um, where are you from? Well, we talked about where you were from, but tell us about your previous radio um, experience. Well, previous radio experience, uh, you know, well, originally Connecticut, well, well, New York and Connecticut. So, oh, okay. uh, you know, I claim Connecticut because everyone claims New York. But, uh, <laughs> I claim Connecticut because not too many people claim Connecticut. Oh. But I have a lot of family still in Connecticut. Connecticut's beautiful, though. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But my, my radio experience uh, started when I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. That was the original one in Connecticut. They have branched off to different places, you know, all mm-hmm. over the United States. But the original one was in East uh, Farmington, Connecticut, uh, right outside of Hartford. So small little building, but a lot of information went on in there. And the thing about what Connecticut School of Broadcasting, I like, I'm giving them as a free plug because I do, I believe in them, uh, is because they teach you all aspects of broadcasting. So mm-hmm. whether it's broadcasting, behind um, in the radio station, broadcasting mm-hmm. on air, you know, for television broadcasting, um, color analysts broadcasting, you know, mm-hmm. for football games, things like that. So they really covered the whole spectrum. So uh, that's what I, where I learned and kind of got my feet wet. And then once I got into actual the aspects of it, then, of course, the next thing you want to do is start going for internships. So my first internship, at the time I was living in Connecticut, but I was making a move out to uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So my first internship was uh, at WQED okay. in Pittsburgh, and that is the same place where Mr. Rogers, when he was alive, 
Um, oh. I actually, I got a chance to watch. Like the Mr. Rogers. Like the Mr. Rogers. Okay. It's a WQED TV and WQED uh, FM. So okay. if you remember back, of course, I'm telling my age, but if you remember, mm-hmm. those who can remember like Zoom and, um, um, uh, you know, like, yeah. all yeah. that stuff came out of WQED. Oh, okay, cool. Public radio. That's one. Wasn't he on TV? Yeah, yeah. So they had they had TV. Yeah, they had TV. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. It was cool, but it was it was cool and messed up at the same time because it messed up my childhood. Because because at that time I never really knew about radio and stuff. It messed up my childhood because you know you think all those puppets and stuff and and the tree and the lady. Find out the tree is like half a tree. <laughs> the train doesn't go all the way around. You know what I mean? They shoot here, then he moves over here, and you know he's talking regular. You know, like he's talking to the kids, like, "Hey, everybody!" And then you know, when they cut the break, he's like, "Okay, what's next? What are we doing?" So you know, it was stuff like that. But um, that 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 was an awesome experience. And I know what I was doing is um, as an intern, even though I had. A- access to the radio part of it. Uh, as an intern, I was used to uh, doing what they call sound bites. Uh, sound bites and underwriting. So underwriting is that if you ever watch um, PBB as GPB out here, and they'll say this program is underwritten by the Blah 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 Foundation. Mm-hmm. So what that is is that's individuals who they're passing, they're getting older, and they're passing. Now, a lot of these individuals will leave uh, uh, an endowment yeah. um, to the public radio because yes. they wanted to keep going and we're talking about a lot of money because a lot of people think that public radio does not have equipment public radio has equipment to rival some of the corporate stations oh yeah mm-hmm. so they can keep themselves you know keep themselves going because you know my husband works for yeah. uh, yeah. NPR. 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 right that's right that's right and they get a lot yeah, of they got money top notch. yeah they got top notch yeah mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so Thank you. That's Pam Harris, y'all. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because what, you know, the whole idea for Radio Not Dumbed Down and, and everything is, is that we do present something that is going to be accessible uh, to those individuals who realize this, this is a higher point uh, for urban radio. Mm-hmm. You know, and not to ostracize and take no. away from what's being done out there. Uh, I've got friends over at Streets 94.5, which is, you know, the big station in Atlanta. Uh-huh. A couple of friends who work at other different radio stations in Atlanta. I don't have a problem with that. One, one, sometimes we have this joke and they be like, Prime, he hates radio. He hates radio. I don't hate radio. I love radio. That's the reason why I was able to implement, you know, the things mm-hmm. of corporate radio into this forum. Sure. Uh, I love it. And, and, and I want everyone to know that you go ahead and you do that. Now you become a commodity. You know, right. you become a commodity because now you know how to hit brakes properly. You know how to um, go ahead. We're going to hit the post. We're going to do a back sell. We're going to do a front sell. Right, you right. Know, we're going to segue. Yes. You know, all these things that you'll hear at NBC and ABC and, and things like that, that someone who just comes on, you know, and uses the platform of Internet radio right. just as a hobby. You know, because, you know, I, I'm cute. I've got witty anecdotes. That's cool, but that's only going to last so far. Sure. But, but how did you, how did you determine while you were in that 
uh, radio space. How did you determine that there would be a niche for this type of thing? Were, were you able to see that they're thinking about, I guess, about your own life? You knew you were in there. You knew you matured and came to a different awakening. You think that there are other artists and other people in radio that will be following you? And Yeah, I, I guess it was really because of my, my life. It was really um – because I, I was a nerd. I tell people now, I'm a, I'm a nerd with thug tendencies. And most... <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. And, 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 and most artists are the same thing. Right, now, right. Most artists are because right. you got to understand, to be a creative, exactly. be a creative, you're taking time to go ahead and get inside yourself and create these things. Yeah. You're not out there partying and stuff right. like that. Right, you're not right. doing that. That's what the cool people do. You know what I mean? Right. That's what the cool people who really want it. I got money, I'm flossing, I'm hustling, whatever you're doing. And, and and I'm not really trying to get into creative space. I'm trying to look at a situation and capitalize on it. Uh-huh. That's cool. But someone who actually wants to be a creative, you're kind of a nerd. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. you're looking at things right. and you're you're saying, oh, man, look at that sky. You know what? Mm-hmm. I can, I can paint, make a canvas out of that. Well, look at that. You know, and you got to spend some time right, with it. Right. Yeah. So, so knowing that and doing that, the radio at the time, um, my younger years, it was cool. When I got older... And I started listening to radio. There was a shift, and that shift was about more of partying. And you know, you had you know your eighties, your nineties. Everyone has a different generation. And really, when this opportunity presented for me, Sensei uh, Station been around for six years. So think about mm-hmm. six years ago and what was happening six years ago in Atlanta, sure. yeah. the way radio was. Yeah, um, that was really in the height of um, flossy. That was really in the height mm-hmm. of you know bling bling and everything like that. And so what I was seeing with the culture, um, it concerned me. It concerned mm-hmm. me because I know that for me, when I was out there and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing everything that was cool in the videos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I wanted to be, not, not so much I went out my way to be like that, but I thought that's what I needed to be. Yes, you know, right, you know I mean? right. To be cool right. and to be accepted. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, okay, well, so it sounds like to me that there are going to be plenty of prodigal sons trying to come back to maybe where their roots are, where they're comfortable and where they I know that so. they can do business in a space that doesn't really um, jeopardize who they are. Yeah, I think so. I think I think um, if you look at people like, you know, Kendrick Lamar and, you know, Drake, you know, love him, hate him, whatever. But these these individuals are very successful because they're able to tap into their creative energy and their creative space and say, this is me and accept it and not look back. Yes. And then you have these other people who are making, you know, like, you know, Panda and all these other guys and Young Thug and nothing against them. But as a as a as a DJ and being in the business, I've been able to see that a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of the music from these hardcore artists, Young Thug, stuff like that, is getting hip hoppy. You know what I mean? because, which is which is a good thing because uh-huh. they're realizing that you know what all that talking about Molly and this yeah. thing we're gonna do to the this ri- girl what you're saying is the original oh, right, right, going the, back to the original right, hip hop which we, we were telling stories right exactly. and we were expressing and then, ourselves from where we are and from yeah. a financial standpoint they're saying oh you know what I'm getting more money doing this because <laughs> they could probably cross over exactly better. Brian, yeah. I gotta ask you a question. Mm. You mentioned earlier that you keep a team around you mm. to do what you're doing. Can mm. you tell us a little bit about who your teammates are? Well, the teammates are, uh, you're looking at two of them right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, you know, as we go further, you will all be part of the teammates. Because what I do is that anybody that comes uh, to the station, I take time and I, I coach them up. Uh, some individuals, they, they have backgrounds, um, um, in broadcasting. Some people know nothing about it. Now, 
Nine times out of ten, I'm really going to vet that individual if I'm going to seriously take them on. Okay. But if they don't have the background, I see this personality, and it's workable, then I know that I can go ahead and make something happen. And the team is really consisting of the um, the broadcasters and the interns and everyone who come into Sensation Station Network. Because one thing I let them know, if you're looking to, you know, if you're looking for the station to be the urban station, we're the mm-hmm. best hottest in the streets. I remember when, uh, I know I jump around <laughs> a lot, but I remember when I, when I first got the station together and like everyone else, I was like, oh, we're the number one internet station. We're the number one internet station. I wanted um, to change that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, everyone's the number one internet station. Well, every you, time. Or everyone's the number, number, number okay. one station. Okay. Every time. So, so, I'm here to, for Prime for, uh, te- uh, training. for training, I feel like I'm taking the bar exam. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, he's not easy he's, on us. No, he, he's really training us very well. Uh-huh. Well, okay. So when you say that, uh, what do you mean by number one? Are people, are people saying that just, just throwing it out there or yeah, is it? Because you want to be, everyone wants to be associated with number one. When, when Cleveland won, everyone started wearing Cleveland shirts. Yeah. You, know I mean? you want to be associated with number okay, one, okay. which is fine. I, I get it. But my thing is that you determine, let, let the people, give the people the choice. Mm-hmm. You determine, if you listen to me or you like to listen to, uh, Mind Your Business Radio or Joy in the Morning, whatever, you determine what that show's number one. We're the nation's urban station because yeah. we're the station for the nation. I got you. Really for the world, but I just keep it in the <laughs> Well, I got you, Prime. <laughs> I'm enjoying this conversation. I think everybody else is too. We have more coming right up with the ladies from Review, specifically Kathy Jordan with y'all just can't believe. So you listen to Mind Your Business Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Hey, welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio. We are here with Sean Prime from Sensation Station Network. We're also here with the ladies from The View and Kathy Jordan. Yes, ma'am. What, what, what's going on? Y'all just can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, I've been searching the internet, and I, like my brother Sean over here, I'm kind of one of those nerds with uh, thug tendencies. Tennessee. <laughs> uh, I'm the one who will grind and find and, and search and to the wee hours of the morning. I don't be in the streets, but I be in the sheets studying. <laughs> now, y'all, I wait, just wait, 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 in the sheets with your laptop. If my laptop okay. by myself. Let me clear that up. Let me clear that up. Yeah. With my, I, I'm studying. Yes, with my laptop. But y'all, now I just can't believe that we started from the bottom. Now we're here. We're in the studio. I'm with my sisters, the ladies of the view from Atlanta. We're right here in this sweet, sweet sensation station studio. With Sean, Sean Prime, and just looking at the aesthetics here and just how the technology aspect is like on point. One thing I, I really can't believe is that here with my sisters and we as women, that right here in Atlanta, we're like the number one state in Georgia for the fastest growing of number of 
of women-owned businesses. Yes. And but when I look at the technology space, it's like we're so low on the totem pole. Right. I, and, and, and in my study, I ran across a, a study, Project Diane, and it's a new study that ex- examines the state of black female entrepreneurship. And within that study, it stated that of the 2,200 women-led tech companies, the startups that were um, studied, only 88 were led by black women. Whoa. Just 88. Now, 88. In the now, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't correlate to me. If we're the number one in the state of Georgia, if we're number one state wow. for you know, Entrepreneur. women entrepreneurs, Growing. but in the tech space, as far as startups, there were only 88 found in this study who were led by black women, and that's only 4% of the 2,200 women-led tech startups. Now, another, taking a step further is what I can't believe is with the funding. Yeah. How many tech startups did we hear about who get, you know, 1.1 million, 2.1 million, you know, 5 million just in their campaign? Right. Well, there's a great disparity because what's been found out is that with black female founders, they just get about $36,000. Oh, wow. wow. What? Now, that I cannot <laughs> believe. Wow. 36000 when startups who fail, and you know they're going to fail, but they're just getting the startup money in their campaign, they get over a million dollars to that fail? Doesn't, that doesn't compute. Uh, Kathy, what you're saying is that the statistics are saying that women are the ones who are making the strides in business, especially in Atlanta. But and so we're probably least likely to fail if you look at the stats, because we're we're, there are more of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Year after year. Mm -hmm. So we probably have probably a a smaller failure rate, but Mm -hmm. we get the smaller dollars. Right. Well, I think that's historical. Right. (laughs) I mean, when I started out in business, I couldn't go to any major bank right. um, to start my law practice. Right. I had to do it on mother's wit. Right. Um, whatever else was coming along. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't food stamp, but I, if I had some, I would have used it. <laughs> right. And so Max out your credit cards, yeah. those types of things. Those yeah. kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Right. Work a second job or two right. or three jobs just to right. make it here. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of historical. How do we change that? I don't, I don't particularly right. know. Well, one thing I, I started thinking about it the more I studied, and one part of it, I think it may not be true, but just my own assumption is we as women, we are always the givers. We serve. But when it's time for us to, when we need something, uh, we don't ask. Okay. We really don't ask. So I wonder, it's going back to what Sean stated about building a team, mm-hmm. and in memory of... Um, Coach Pat Summit, yeah. she, she passed away this morning. Yeah. But one of her quotes was, you know, you win in life with people. And that's so true to where I, I wonder, do, are we working mm. or building our companies mm. to our own detriment because we try to do everything. Right. And right. me, myself, as an right. entrepreneur, right. you know, I, I will, you know, design, I will you know, invoice, I will build, <laughs> I'll be the social media person. But I can't do all that if I want to be the CEO. Right, 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 you know? right. So I wonder if with tech companies and startup companies, and really, uh, truthfully, oh, interesting. when I started digging deeper into the study, I'm like, I'm going to be 89. 
gonna be number eighty nine because, <laughs> okay. because yeah, it's yeah. about connecting and building and getting the right people. If most of the tech startups who are getting the money, it really is in the space of the study is is really like more white men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. that on Atlanta Business Chronicle uh, just yesterday. Yesterday, um, this guy who started a hydrophotonic farm near the airport. He had like fifteen million dollars from investors in his business and failed. And there, and you, you know, uh, farming and green farming and so forth—that's a major industry. It's very lucrative, and there's no reason why he should have failed. But they—they they put him in through. Uh, he's going through bankruptcy and all. And I'm just looking at, okay, how did this man fail in such a lucrative industry? And I'm listening to your statistics, thinking to myself, um, what can we do? Oh, could I, someone have done it better or right. something like well, that? One they thing, were a minority a woman. Well. With his, in his case, they said he had everything um, right. He just didn't know how to partner with people. So that's oh, actually that's what, yeah. he did not have good relationships with people. Oh, okay. He so. tried to do everything himself. But anyway, I just was yeah. just thinking about the failure. Mm-hmm. And what I've come across is sometimes the money doesn't come because the vision is not big enough. Oh, okay. You have to, when 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 you want people to invest large amounts of money, they need a big vision because they're looking for a large return. So Let's not be afraid to dream and stretch it out there. And let's not look at it just within the confines of what we can do. Okay. Okay. So that's back to your point, Kathy, right. about maybe we're not partnering with, with others. Right. I, I think we really have to um, put ourselves out there and mm-hmm. to just ask, build the teams, those who are getting the dollars, form relationships. And it's not about just forming the relationship to see what, they can do for me, but how can I help them? Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, let's partner. I need you on my team as well to help me get those dollars. So wow. that way I can be on the same playing field. I can take my seat at the table and position my company to succeed. So wow. how did you do that, Prime? How did you position yourself? You have to you have to partner. You know, it's funny she brought this picture out. This is a picture. This is me and my brother. You know, I, I'm a producer. A lot of the stuff, uh, oh, wow. music stuff. And at one time, I thought I'd be a rapper, producer, and all. It'll be stuff posted like on that. the site. Oh. Um, but that didn't work out. And, and just to give you a background, background about this this station. Um, this station originally wasn't founded by me. I was the one that gave it. Uh, getting the suite taken over and, you know, bursting and things like that. Um, I was unemployed at the time when I was looking to change my life again, living dumbed down, um, trying to figure out things, not figuring out things, finding other ways to occupy your time that may not be as healthy as it should be. So I went through all that stuff. And finally, one time I said, you know what, I'm going to... Uh, you can get unemployment. I said, I'm going to go ahead and use, utilize unemployment for what it should be used for. And I went through this uh, system. They have a system called Workforce. And what Workforce does is it tries, tries to place you into positions. Uh, and how it works, it's supposed to, you work there, you get paid by the state, and then what happens, they'll pick you up after the workforce is over. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, there was nothing in the state of Atlanta that I had to deal with broadcasting. The, the closest thing I found was something to do with AV Tech at Georgia Dome. The individual, and this is another reason why I will always, forever, until the day I believe Jesus come back, that this would be a spiritual-based mm-hmm. foundation. Because 
lo and behold, the person who has to be my caseworker has to be the individual that was in this suite here. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. I got a call, called my name. My name was called. He started asking me these questions about um, the things I did at WGUN when I was over here and, and when I came first came to Atlanta, things I did when it used to be 104.1, all these different things I did as freelance type of work. So he said, you know what? You should go here, go here, go here. He's giving me all this information. I thought that was the blessing there. I said, great, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? As I was walking out, he said, no, he said, come here for a second. Um, he said, come here. And at the time I was, I'm, I put this in the story. I was, I was married at the time. I'm single now. But at the time, uh, the woman I married was with, was with me and I actually picked a job for her. So he said, is this for you? Is this for her? I said, no, that's for her. And he said, okay. He proceeded to walk out. He said, no, come this way. I thought I was getting in trouble uh -huh. because I was getting the, the job for that person and, and not for myself. Right. He closed the door. He said, well, listen, this, uh, I don't know if this will work for you. He said, I own uh, a station. I own two. The, this, the area you are right now wasn't originally a conference room. It was a gospel station. And okay. It was almost the same station here. Uh -huh. So all the renovations did when I took it over. But he said, um, this is a way to go. This is an opportunity for you to come over here and work for me. You can get paid through the state. He said, but then afterwards I can't pay because I don't have any money. It was like, so if you want to do this, you can go ahead and do this. And I knew from that point on that this was ordained wow. something bigger than me. Yeah. And to connect that to the question that you said about as far as how we're doing and, and, and how do you, you know, grow through limited resources. I think the first thing you have to do is you have to understand that, um, it's, it's not about you. Uh, mm -hmm. I tell people I never came to this thing to be on. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I enjoy what I do and right. I know that but it was a necessity. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. It was a necessity. Right. Yeah. I think what happens is that when you meet owners, it is a person that's like your baby. And if you meet owners and then it's like, you know, everything is, you're looking at everybody, well, who are you? What's your, what's your end game? What's your right. end game? What's your end game? What's your end game? And you don't want to let it go. You don't want to let it breathe. And there was a, there was a time I was like that. Mm -hmm. But then you start to realize that you cannot do it all by yourself. Right. right. I mean, you can, but, but then by the time you get the money, right. you're going right. to spend it all on medical bills. Right. <laughs> right. You know well, what I'm right. saying? Right. So you, you have to get people to, believe in something that's bigger. Right. People are not going to come in and just believe, okay, yeah, I want you to come to the Sensation Station Network so I can make some more money right. so I can right. drive a Porsche. Right, right, right. What right. is that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you've got to make them, and that's the reason why I want to make sure people understand that what we offer here and what happens here is full media production. It's, it's no different than if you go to CBS, if you go to NBC, if you go to CNN. Mm -hmm. The difference is, which the great thing is for the different individuals who think about sponsoring and advertising getting involved, is the pricing. Yeah. That's what it is. And so when you talk about advertising and how this can be beneficial to individuals that are out there, anybody go to your local, this is, I'm sure we're, we're broadcasting worldwide, go to your Go to your Cox Cumulus CBS own station. Go ahead and ask for pricing that you want to do some things and see what type of numbers that they give you. you know yeah. I mean? You know what, Prime? You said a lot there because this is really, truly a radio station. Yeah, it is. I mean, you have a studio and, you know, uh, 
our listeners uh, next month will be able to watch us live on mm. Facebook and they'll be able to see that we are in a real radio studio. Mm. And so you have really built something here that you right. can be proud of. We're going to be right back. We have a break. We got more uh, from the ladies of the view. We actually have something coming up with Miss Nina Winston, inspiring our minds. And we got more words of wisdom from Sean Prime. This is Mind Your Business Radio. And now back to Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar Johnson for more of Mind Your Business Radio on Talk Zone. Hello, hello, Mind Your Business listeners. We are here with at Sensation Station with uh, Sean Prime. And we also are here with the ladies from The View. And yeah, oh yeah, hip, hip hop hooray. <laughs> hip hop hooray. And we are here with Nina Winston who is she is an inspiring person, so she's going to inspire our minds. Nina, what, what do you have to inspire us today? Well, we're talking about purpose and how we get there. So we're going to talk about today moving forward in your purpose. Most of us have big dreams, some medium and some small. Regardless of the size, we have the ability to think it and speak it. The delay, the, the delay comes often comes in the action or the execution. Many times we are met with a a variety of obstacles that can throw us off track and cause us to become discouraged. These experiences are normal and par for the course. The key is how we interpret and respond to these experiences. When it's time to walk into your purpose, we must become childlike in our approach. Children do not see obstacles. Mm They see what they want, they go for it, and they even demand it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To them, them, no means next opportunity. Mm. Fail means first attempt at learning. Mm. And end means effort never dies. Wow. I like that. Thank you, Nina Winston. Yes, so, I got a little bit more. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so while some of us discover our purpose at a very early age, others discover theirs later in life. Mm-hmm. When moving forward in your purpose, remember to remember that you have everything you need to accomplish your goals and that which you do not possess, trust that is already provided. We can choose to walk by faith and remember that everything that comes in our past path is for you and never against you. Remember that that which is bad, that that which appears bad, simply is there to develop you towards your goals, per your own requests. <laughs> simply put, when we send out a prayer, depending on its complexity, there's a time delay. During that delay, the universe is conspiring on your behalf to bring it to you. The parts, the parts of you that need development is met with challenges to help us fulfill our desires. So the good or growth appears when we have mastered our challenges. And it goes on and on. Nina, that's awesome. That's awesome. Let me me just say that uh, I, I, this doesn't even shock me though, (laughs) right? Knowing who you are. Mind your business listeners, you all heard uh, Nina Winston last week on our show. And, you know, you know that Nina walked into her purpose on purpose. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, you'll hear more from the ladies from, uh, from the view from Atlanta, because you guys need to understand who, how special these ladies are and how divine they are and how purposeful they are. And you'll be, you'll be learning more about this. So awesome, Nina. 
Oh, I just, yeah. I just knew Thank that you. was for you. <laughs> the inspiring moment. So, so, so are you inspired, Sean? Cause oh, wasn't that definitely. awesome? Okay. Yeah. So, so since you, since, since, since Nina, since Nina has talked about this inspiring moment, what, what does, what does that mean to you walking it, you know, coming into your purpose and I guess the future vision for, um, for you, the station? You, well, twofold. Let me say this. First of all, um, you know, being a business owner, entrepreneur, it's not for the weak. That's the first thing. Um, It's not because, um, you know, people may see or or look at you and your situation. Oh, you own your own this, own your own that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that come with that and and simple things could throw you off track. Um, There's a lot of things that that happen and continue to happen. And that's just a journey in my life that you have to put on the back burner. You have to compartmentalize mm-hmm. those things because it's like, you know what? I, I can't, I can't blow up. I can't blow up now. I don't even blow up in a good way, but like, you know, lose my, lose my cool, you know, because there's a lot of things that are, that are depending on your journey. And as far as, um, how, what inspires me just hearing that just further cements, um, the journey and, and the actions which I've taken or anybody that has taken mm-hmm. who listens to, to that, those wonderful words, as far as to say, you know, you have to keep on pushing. Um, I've heard this before that you got to be in business to be in business. Mm-hmm. And the only one that can stop your progression is yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 you know, we can have all kinds of, you know, vision boards and this and that, and that's great to put them to good, you know, which I'm sure all vision boards should be towards good. The bigger, you know, the, the, the bigger of the, the universe is going to provide that, that, that thing that you're supposed to be there for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it may be a two door Porsche and I get a four door Porsche. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it may be, uh, you know what I mean? I want, I want a, a, a bigger, bigger mansion. It might be a, a mansion half the size, but it's still a mansion. If those right. are some of the things you put on the vision board. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that part of, um, expiring or inspiring to be the best we can be and, and for our particular goals, we have to learn some patience. Yeah. That's one of the things that I have a problem myself personally. I'm not patient enough to wait till things work out in the universe in the correct <laughs> manner mm-hmm. so that I can get it is that I mm-hmm. really is for me. But I'm learning that. I, I really am learning that. But, Sean, one of the questions I have, what should listeners know about the future on Internet radio? Future, you know, the future is now. I know that sounds a little cliche, but it really is. And the thing about, and I'm going to say this, and I'm so glad you asked me that question because I can say this live to people. I've been saying this, and I feel like, you know, when Noah uh, built the ark and the flood, and everybody was like, ah, <laughs> I feel like that, dude. I feel yeah, like that dude yeah, yeah. You know, terrestrial radio, again, when we started the conversation, remember I told you, corporations own terrestrial radio. Right. Our big stations right now, I think it's uh, V103 owned by CBS, and then you have uh, um, Radio 1, which I think owns uh, a station called Hot 107.9. If Radio 1, CBS, Cox, any of, those, any of those corporations decide, you know what, we're not really seeing the urban market, you know, value as much yeah. as we saw before. Sure. Now, 2016, we don't want to support V103. We don't want to support any of these other stations. They would pull out. 
V103 could still exist, but couldn't exist underneath the power of CBS. Almost like everybody heard this Brexit thing with the yeah, European, yeah. same thing. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So yeah. they, they wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't have that power anymore. You know what I mean? So they would have to go out there and really, really work. And the thing about it, are they really set up to do that? You know, they're not really set up to do that because they got all this money to pay uh, uh, salespeople yeah. and this and that and everything. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about you, you, you downsize, you may not have the big building. You can do it because I'm proving that it can be done, but are you really set up to do that? You wow. know? So the future is really now because you're not going to corporations starting to see that stations like this can be successful because we have a template, we have a protocol, right? And we're implementing it. That's scaring them because now we're wisening up, we're smartening up, uh-huh. and saying that you know what, I can control media. You know, that's why I have a thing to be responsible. But you know, the listeners also have options. You know, before, I mean, if you just if you just stick with regular Mm -hmm. radio and what's on your dial, you have to. That's just what you have to have. But internet radio has brought a whole bunch of options. You know, you can move even even Mm -hmm. streaming and Mm -hmm. things like that have brought a whole bunch of options. And so, before we go, Sean, I want to know how tell tell our listeners because you know this is our new home, and Mm -hmm. we'll be we're gonna we're gonna end with that. That this is our new home, Mm -hmm. Sensation Station Radio is our new home listener starting July 5th. We will be here with Sean Prime. Sean, tell tell the listeners how to tune in to Sensation Station. You can tune in to Sensation Station several ways. You can go to ssnatl.com. That's ssnatl.com, and that's the actual website, and they have two listening streams you can activate. Also, if you go to TuneIn, that's one of the most popular ways. It's a free download. Uh, Some phones, most phones, already have TuneIn already built in there. But if you don't have it, all you do is go to Google Play and you download it for free. It takes literally maybe 30 seconds. And then once you do that in the search bar, you put Sensation Station, and we're the first one, the splash logo that comes up. Um, Then you have Radio Tuna. We're also on iTunes Radio. We're also on uh, Microsoft, uh, which is is Microsoft Entertainment, I believe. Okay. uh, it's on Windows Media Player uh-huh. right now. It's called. It's changed to Microsoft Entertainment. Okay. We're on Windows Media Player. Uh, so there's various forms, and also we're on. If you have a uh, Roku or Apple, yeah. uh, Apple TV, and any of those and things. Amazon Fire, or, or just but Roku. yeah, we're through that. Through. Okay. Well, I know we're on Roku. And I know we're on. Apple TV. Okay. So I've tested okay. that personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, TuneIn is already built in there. And yeah. so when you go there, the same thing applies. You just put okay. the station station. Okay. Well, I'm so glad the, you know that, Sean. But I had I <laughs> <laughs> And then to our listeners, you can always go to www.mindyourbizradio.com to keep up with us. And we're going to be streaming live on facebook.com backslash mindyourbizradio. And listen, we want to give a shout out to our Talk Zone staff. Dave Olson, we love you. Yes, we, we love do. you. Thank I'm, you I'm, so I'm tearing much. up because this is our last show with you. And we also want to give love to Gene, uh, to Gene Stern. Gene Stern. Um, these are our producers out of Chicago. And you've been listening to Talk Zone Radio, uh, TalkZone.com, Mind Your Business Radio. We will be on Sensation Station starting next week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. See you next week. Mm-hmm.